This is a Reconstructionist Radio production. Please visit GaryNorth.com forward slash free books to download this book in PDF. The title of this book is That You May Prosper, Dominion by Covenant by Ray R. Sutton. Copyright 1987, Institute for Christian Economics, Tyler, Texas. Appendix 10. The Covenant Structure of the 39 Articles. The 39 Articles are the official doctrinal statement of the Anglican Church. Written by Thomas Cranmer, they were adopted in final form in 1571. They have not significantly been changed since then, although the prayer book has undergone some minor revisions. They have survived the isms of 20th century better than any other doctrinal statement coming out of the Reformation. The 39 Articles are consciously or unconsciously marked by the theology of the Reformation, what Perry Miller calls Federal Theology. How do I know? The articles logically break down according to the five-fold model of the covenant. Reverend John Howe, rector of Truro Episcopal Church in Fairfax, Virginia, in Our Anglican Heritage, says they may be grouped in five sections. One through five, the Trinity. Five through eight, authority. Nine through eighteen, judicial theology. Nineteen through thirty-six, the sacraments. Thirty-seven through thirty-nine, property. The words in parentheses are hows. They are part of a fuller explanation in his section on the 39 articles. His words use some of the same terminology that I have utilized to explain the covenant, certainly without any prompting from me. His book has been out for nearly 10 years. As far as I know, Howe's division of the 39 articles would be generally accepted. The structure is quite obvious because the subject matter shifts at logical points. But let us consider the emphasis of each section in light of the covenant structure. I think we will see fairly easily without forcing them that the sections of the 39 articles parallel the covenant model, making them a covenant document. The Covenant Structure of the 39 Articles 1-5 through five, Transcendence Section 1 begins, There is but one living and true God. The articles open with a discussion of the Trinity and the Incarnation. Could there be any clearer reference to the first point of covenantalism, transcendence? These articles describe God and who He is. They note His transcendence as well as His eminence. 5-8 through eight, Hierarchy The next section focuses on Holy Scripture and the creeds. These are the authorities of the Church. It should be mentioned that Article 7 briefly describes the relationship between Old and New Testament, and in this context talks about the law. But the emphasis is not so much on law as it is on the authority of the Old Testament over New Testament Christians. This article is a direct attack on those denying any abiding validity, authority, of the Old Testament for New Testament believers. 9-18 through 18, Ethics The third part of the 39 articles addresses judicial theology. Section 9 starts by presenting our legal identification with Adam, then it talks about justification, and finally it spends a considerable amount of time on good works. Article 14 says, Voluntary works besides, over and above, God's commandments, which they call works of supererogation, cannot be taught without arrogancy and impiety. 19-35 Sanctions The fourth group of articles concentrates on the Church and particularly the sacraments. These are the sanctions of the covenant. I must break slightly with Howe's division at the 36th article. I think the section probably ends on the 35th because article 36 has to do with succession, the consecration of priests and bishops. This is a change of subject matter, and, as we have seen, the final section of the covenant is continuity, the confirmation of a successor. 36-39 through 39, 
Continuity The final section of the articles has to do with aspects of continuity. They begin with the consecration of bishops and ministers, Article 36. Next, the role of the magistrate and the status of one's personal possessions, inheritance, are developed. Finally, Article 39 concludes on the oath. This may seem like a departure from the covenant structure, seeing the oath was discussed under the sanctions point of covenantalism. But we should keep in mind that instructions about the oath were also included in the fifth point, concerning allegiance to the covenant head and the reading of scripture. Probably, the oath article comes at the end because the articles deal with the errors of Anabaptism at this point. And, closing on the oath emphasizes the need to subscribe to the articles. Whether the designers of the 39 articles were aware of this obvious covenantal influence or not, I don't know. I rather doubt it. Nevertheless, the document easily follows the pattern. The real value in understanding this covenant structure is theological. It means that the theological system of the Anglican Church is definitively Augustinian and Reformed. It is covenantal. So what? Covenant theology keeps one from falling into Anabaptism at one end of the spectrum and sacerdotalism at the other end. In Anglicanism's case, it guards against the recurring Anglo-Catholic trends. For example, the liturgy of the Anglican Church is powerful, but unless it is understood as covenant renewal, it tends to become a reenactment, not a covenant cutting, of the death of Christ. It becomes a magical ceremony where Christ is re-crucified. When this happens, the true strength of the liturgy is lost. This was the concern of the reformers. This must be the concern of anyone who truly believes in covenant theology. And I hope this will always be the concern of the Anglican Church. An understanding of the covenantal influence and structure of its most central doctrinal standard is the key to feeding and continuing this concern. The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ, our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows. Or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce, including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His kingdom.